When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag, no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Saints for the Podcast coming at you. I know you might have thought, oh, it's the off season. There's not really a whole bunch to talk about. Listen, there's a lot of shit to talk about for the Saints right now. A lot of, like, <laughs> we've been an hour-ish talking shit about the Saints. Now, we're not going to go that long, but with the upcoming Super Wild Card Weekend, whatever the fuck it's being called, this is the perfect time for us to really just hit on all the movements and shakings pertaining to the team in New Orleans. Um, I want to start. I want to make two points, and then we and then we can dive into Sean Payton and and teams that's gotten permission and all that. I want to dive into two things off the top. First is. Tennessee Titans, right? First thing they did on Monday, Black Friday, got rid of Todd Downing, their offensive coordinator, and multiple other staff or coaches on their staff. Okay? The Jets, today, fires their offensive coordinator, Michael LaFleur. I watched a couple of those Jets games, bruh. Watched a couple of them. They're not watching, but, you know, it's all red zone. And when Mike LaFleur had Brees Hall and he was dealing with fucking Zach Wilson some of the mm-hmm. season, like, what? Like, y'all scapegoating this man? <laughs> That's cold-blooded. Gold industry, but boom, he's he's fired. Watching the commanders, got rid of Scott Turner. Why is it Wednesday? I don't care that it's the first week of the quote unquote offseason for non playoff teams. Why is it Wednesday? And Pete Carmichael. A man who did not want this, he did not want to be OC. This was known before they started in interviewing offensive coordinators. Man said he was Jon Snow. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Don't want it. You the the meme, the gif of, of the, the scare straight where the kids getting woken up in the middle of the night, bro, or early in the morning, just crying. That was Pete. That's Pete, bro. That, that, was, that was Mickey and DA. Wake up, Pete. Wake up. 
You OC. You OC. <laughs> this man coached an offense that at one point in the season didn't score a single point in the football game. First Saints shut out, what was it, 21, 20 years? 21 years? I don't even, I don't even know how long, bro. Mm-hmm. Last game of the season, scored seven points, Ryan. Lost to the Panthers by three points because the offense could do shit the entire rest of the game after the first offensive drive. I don't care if you got to put out a nice press release and it's we the the team and Pete Carmichael have mutually agreed it would be in the best interest to part ways. Pete will I don't I don't care. And this is my issue and the problem my problem with this team especially that that Sean Payton's no longer involved with it. There's these these are like easy fixes. And maybe I'm being hyperbolic and maybe I'm being too hard on them because maybe there is a plan. But when DA had his conversation with the media on Monday, it's like, oh, we still got to evaluate. How are you do how do you still got to evaluate your situation? But other teams in the NFL already had decisions made on the same fucking day. Right. Okay. Exactly. So you're telling me like the evaluation that hadn't been going on? Oh. Like how if 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 that's the case, like that's a problem. <laughs> it's like you should have been evaluating already. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do y'all just? They actually bought into the uh, thing that, like, oh, this is a this is a playoff team. <laughs> they bought into that shit. They did, y'all bro. believe that? <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you for making that point because it, it, it ties into my my second point, and we can get back to the to the OC point. But the second point I wanted to make, and I really thought about this during this entire week. Okay, thank you. Said it perfectly on the podcast. Is that as long as Dennis Allen is the head coach of the team. The team is the team is coached with the expectation of the hope of man, we we man, we might just get in the playoffs and win a game. Like a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna spit I'm gonna spit this this bar. And if, if you're if you're a fan of the Saints or if you're a fan of football, I want you to understand it. The difference between Sean Payton and Dennis Allen as head coach of the Saints. With Sean Payton we would have to worry about there'd be a couple of games throughout the season where if the Saints lost, we knew it would affect playoff season, right? Yep. Maybe we don't get home field. Maybe, we, you know, we got to be the three seed or the four seed. But it was more about affecting playoff seeding and positioning. When DA is the head coach of the team, the losses are, are we picking top five or are we picking top ten? <laughs> That simple, bro. That simple, baby. It's that simple. This, like you said, this team had had this mirage of being able to make the playoffs in one of the worst divisions in such a long period of time, and that mirage throughout this whole entire season handicapped them and and, and blinded them in terms of their self scouting ability. Completely, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I just, I need to know what, like you said, what, what is there to evaluate? Like, how, how are you behind the eight ball in evaluating when other well, teams you know, are made? You know, 
well, you know, they got to just decompress and not come at this emotional and take a real analytic view to what really is going on and weigh the pros and the cons and all this and this bullshit. Bullshit. bullshit Ryan. But you know what? Like, yeah, and look, man, like, the Saints are just a weird organization, bro. Like, like look, um, I can't remember who brought it up, but, like, even, like, when, you know, they had Rob Bryant, and clearly Rob Bryant was going to be on the outs. And Sean Payton brought back Dennis Allen to kind of just look over his shoulder, and everybody knew what that was. Like, everybody knew, like, okay, <laughs> Rob Bryant getting fired at some point, Dennis Allen going to be taking over his defense. You know what I'm saying? But they have this weird thing where he just can't. Fire the motherfucker. Like they fire motherfuckers in the NFL all year, bro. All year. And it's like the Saints have this weird loyalty at times, man. Especially to like if you were like on that coaching staff in the Super Bowl boy, you stamp. <laughs> you stamp, bro. You ain't going nowhere, bro. Like I'm telling you, like you said on the last part, like Pete not gonna get fired. Like he's gonna put on the press release. No. He's gonna move to a senior Assistant of, you know, third down offense. Some shit like that. <laughs> Hopefully not that, like, nigga. That third and one call against Tampa Bay got cost in the game, bro. Like, I mean, they were they were terrible on third down this year. So I mean, but it's gonna be some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not gonna get fired. They're not gonna do. No, no, no. You said it perfectly. There's the whole weird thing when it comes to loyalty about the team. It's in a lot of ways, it's not ran like an NFL team. It's ran like no. a, a mom and pop, a, a mom and pop. Yes, business. and a family business. I, I family tell you, business. I work at one. I work at a. It's a fairly large company, but it's a private company that's owned by a family, and it's a very simple. It, it reminds me of the Saints, the way they operate. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about you know friends of the family and. It's just, it's just very, you know, just who's connected to the right people and who worked there long and oh, you know, she's been here twenty five years. It's really like that, you know what I'm saying? But and it just reminds me of the Saints so much. It's like, it's like, like, yeah, like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's what are we actually doing here? You know what I'm saying? I, I want, I want to go back to the whole thing you hit up, you hit on about loyalty because it, it goes into my next point and this. I, I, I tweeted out, I haven't been very active on social media. It's been a very, very busy week for me work-wise, but I tweeted out, feel like all off-season, bro, every time we talk about this team, I'm just going to be the, the black guy with the glasses at the podium, bro. Just out here just spinning sermons, bro. They're just getting under my skin. <laughs> Get under my skin, Ryan. <laughs> the thing about loyalty is that it also seeps into the fandom. Yeah. The perfect prime example, Marcus fucking Davenport, bro. Bro. <laughs> We wax poetically about Marcus Davenport in that Panthers recap. I don't understand, and I'm going to say it again. I know I said it before. I don't understand how you end the season more out of shape than you started the season. Like, how do you not play yourself into playing in shape, bro? Like, that to me is an indictment on him as a player. That's an indictment on the coaching staff. That's a lot of fucking red flags. A lot of red flags. Finished with a half a sack and a whole a whole ejection. A whole ejection. Whole ejection. And can we talk about the 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 he did an interview with Mike Triplett oh, where he's okay. still struggling with com- with confidence, bro. 
still struggling with confidence. And look, man, like I'm a human being. And I, I don't knock anybody that's dealing with, you know, any kind of mental health issues, uh, self-confidence, things like that. But you know what? You don't have to play for the Saints. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, God bless you, bro. Like, I hope, I really hope you find success. <laughs> but take the flowers elsewhere, nigga. <laughs> take that to some else. Like, I want a, I want just a, a like a clueless defensive end that's just nasty. Just think he's the greatest athlete to ever touch the planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want. Like, I just. Big creep. I ain't got no time for this. Big creep. Big you creep. the best thing to touch the field, bro. He consistently outplayed Marcus Davenport all season, bro. Consistently, bro. And just have the gaining weight and everything. And the, so you still have some some people in like the Saints fandoms, just like, well, yeah, you just give Marcus Davenport like a like a market, a, a, like a below market deal or like a market deal. Like, no, like why, why, why? Do you as like? Someone said it perfectly, a friend of mine, shout out to Lise, said it perfectly, of course, friend of ours, is like, y'all, y'all got problems with boundaries, like in real life. Like, like at what point do Hello? you just say, enough is enough? Nope, nope. Not gonna do it. Right. Not gonna do it. Just, just no, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. But going to the whole thing, loyalty, word on the street is Saints wanna bring Marcus Davenport back this offseason. Which I'm not surprised. Not surprising not. at all. <laughs> it's, it's and look, I mean, from just a just a like building a roster standpoint, I somewhat get it because, like we talked about, like they, like their depth at in the D line is like about to get obliterated this offseason. Even people like you know Streets and uh, Tona and all those guys, all free agents. Like so, they all have, they are going to have to like just sign some guys. You know what I'm saying? But for me personally, bro, I just rather pay somebody else. Somebody else. I, I pay my little bro. I pay my little bro. Ashawn, Ashawn, Ashawn Robinson, uh, uh, free Pay Ashawn. I don't want to. I don't want to hear anything about the the devil. You know, but like, no, I know what this devil is. He done showed me consistently how he is for five years. Don't don't need it no more. I don't. I don't need it no more. Consistently, consistently inconsistent. And, <laughs> and I don't and want that. They said let's let's do that for maybe another year or two. Let's, maybe maybe no next thanks, year is gonna man. be the year. It's loyalty, bro. He, it's loyalty. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's sunken fallacy cost. It's it's loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's all of that mixed in, and that's why I really think. And it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But I really think. Can, and I know can can Mickey, if you're listening, Mickey, I'm gonna address you directly, Mickey. Talking, I'm, talk, I'm talking right now to Mickey. I'm not talking to Ryan. I'm talking to Mickey. Can you hire someone that has little to no ties to the organization? Oh, oh my God. Who is not going to come in and try to sabotage the Saints and, and, and just give you and try to make say shit to make the team worse or make the organization worse? But can you hire someone, just one person? Just this objective what? person who's worked in the league. Objective, bro. Evaluates teams. What up? I'm going to feel dirty saying it, but maybe call up Dan Orlowski, bro. Like, pretty knowledgeable dude. Yeah. Like, just somebody. Yeah. Now, like, it doesn't even have to be somebody in the NFL. It could be somebody from media. Mike Mayock. Mike suck this. Yeah, but you know, just coming and just just another ear, like just another eye 
to come in and say, yeah, this guy kind of sucks. You know who they should call? <laughs> they should call Daniel Jeremiah in that bitch because Daniel Jeremiah was For real. On the money, bro. I tell you, I listened to. I was so. I matter of fact, I stopped listening to podcasts for a while because of this. I was listening. Um, it was before the season started, and Bucky, Bucky they were going yeah. through like the top five rosters, top five rosters in the NFL. And Bucky Brooks was like, he had the Saints at like number two, top second best roster in the NFL. And I'm like, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? This was around the time, you know, we was getting hyped for the season, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, the day to the mouth was like, nah. <laughs> he was like, man, he's like, I'm just not seeing it, bro. Like, they got this problem, that problem, da 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 da. I was like, man, fuck this podcast. I ain't listening to shit. Fuck DJ. I, I unfollowed him, bro. I followed him. This, this, again, again, us sports fans, bro. Like, sports fans. This is us as sports fans. Like, <laughs> like, and we're not even hyper fanatic, but there's still, like, things that we do that is something. I tweeted, I tweeted DJ, like, man, look, you're pretty knowledgeable, but you don't know nothing about the Saints. Like, you I just tweet him, bro. Called him out. And then when we started sucking, I, I had to find that tweet and was like, I was like, had to hit him with the Shaq meme, like, oh, sorry, I was up, I was unfamiliar with your game like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Peter King saying we going 13 and 4 and shit. Like, I'm like, call up DJ. I Mickey. just showed you. Call up Mickey. You you need an objective eye just give you an honest evaluation about the team. Because I'm trying not to be super pessimistic because you do have Bill and Box. They got Chris Olave. They got uh, they got Shahid. They got Juwan Johnson. Assuming that they do right by him in free agency, <laughs> he doesn't go elsewhere because I never know with this team. But you have some building blocks. But there's some shit like we didn't even hit on that. You know, we didn't even know this when we did the recap. Trevor Penny has a Liz Frank injury that's worse than Caesar Liz Ruiz. Frank, like you bro. can't even bank. You can't even bank on. Hey, like, Ryan. Pain. That was one of the few little. That was one of the few little slight positives. Like, okay, you know, at least you got pain. You know, he looked physical in the final game. And you, you know, so we got, we you know, had improved in year three. Like, nope, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we we got oh. we got McCoy, um, uh, an achy degenerative knee, achy hip, Ryan Ramchek. Reese you know, it's funny. Lead. It's funny though. It goes back like when they, when the Steelers drafted Kenny, we said it, bro. Like that's a move that Saints gonna look back on. Like I ain't gonna say like, oh, we, we regret, like, we regret, but bro, like just imagine if they did take Kenny instead of Penny. And that, this is not no indictment on Penny. Penny right. could very well end up being like a great player. You know, I enjoy watching him, by the way. But he could very well end up being, but this is not that. But just imagine the difference of the feeling of the season. The entire if, trajectory. You know, say you had, yeah, you say you had Jameis, then you put Dalton in there, and have, you know, you get through half the season, it's not looking right. Then you get Kenny in there, he takes his bumps and bruises, then he starts looking promising. You just got a whole different feeling about the season. Like, okay, we got a little something here going into next season. Let's go get two wide receivers and a running back, build around Kenny Pickett and see what he's going to do. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different feeling you have. But now it's like we're in the wilderness where <laughs> we don't like we don't even have nothing to look forward to, like, bro. Like <laughs> For the whole trajectory of the team looks completely different. That's- that's why I say records aren't the same. Like what I don't what's the Steelers record, eight and nine or something like that. Very similar record to us. Yes. But they have a completely different feeling going into next season. 
Nine even days. though they're sitting at home just like us, they had a you know a subpar season just like us, but they have a different feeling going into the next season. And that feeling may not work out or not. It may, you know, Kenny Pickett may not elevate himself at all and could be trash. Who they, knows? They, but you still the Steelers, you're on that Steelers finish nine nine and eight. Nine and eight. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's just it just goes to show you that like man, it's it's just like about team building and what you setting up to do, bro. And I knew I just had a feeling that passing up on Kenny Pickett like that, it's like man, he, he would have fit you, this little offense nicely, man. I'm like Dang. you do not get chances in the draft very often to make. And I, when I say quarterback of the future, I don't mean like a top five quarterback for 10, 15 years. But if you like, let's right. even say top 15, top 16 quarterback play for seven or eight years to get that at 19, Ryan. 19? I say this about Kenny Pickett. I say this about Kenny Pickett, even though he isn't a world beater, he's already shown something that even Dalton hasn't shown in his career where, you know, when, when shit gets a little crunchy time and shit's getting hot, at the end of the game, like he making some second reaction plays, he's moving around, he, you know, he making some plays. You know what I'm saying? He does. Whereas he did that at Pitt. Dalton, like, <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, man, well, I'm not even gonna talk about Dalton, man. Because I just that's why I tweeted. I tweeted that uh, earlier this week, bro. Like, Dalton played fine this year. He played fine. He played like any. That Dalton, last bro. game was horrible. Bad. Yeah, that last game was horrible though. Like that was a bad game by him. And but I I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see it. Yes, if you surround him with like four all pro wide receivers, <laughs> a great offensive line, a great defense. Yes, he will probably be fine. But it's like I I don't want to deal with that. Like he doesn't elevate at all, bro. He's not clutch. I just don't want to see it. I don't I don't take anybody, bro. I just can't I can't do any dog. It's so boring. So boring. Can't can't do it. Can't do another season on the red rifle, bro. You out. You out. I can't. I can't take. As a backup, he's fine. Like if I need him, Jane Dalton for two games. Like yeah, I could put it. But I don't even want that because I feel like if you have him there, he gonna start at some point. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and you know, and he's the type of quarterback that like defensive coaches love, man. Like love, bro. He's like, oh man, we're going 15 play drives. We could win the games. You know, 13 to 10. I don't want that. <laughs> don't want that shit, bro. <laughs> Like how how like if you're if you had that thinking even if you're a defensive coordinator if you had that thinking at fuck in fucking 2023 and playing the game of football like you you gotta go like you gotta, you gotta bro, go, go back to go back to that game in what what it was 2021 you know Sean Payton was out with COVID and Dennis Allen coached that one game against Tampa <clears throat> and they won that game what nine to not nine to zero three or whatever it was. It was, it was not a zero. zero. It was shut out. Yeah. That was him. Like that was him. He he saw that and he's like, man, I could live like this. You know, I could go to the playoffs like this. And I don't know. No. In this NFL? No. Chasing 20 bro. points. Self-scouting, bro. Whatever. <laughs> you you brought up a good point in terms of like how t- like you talked about kind of coaching and teams finishing. And I and I quote tweeted something and say what you will about Elon Musk and he's a piece of shit, but like kind of seemed like the analytics of your tweets is a little interesting to see. And so this tweet by the, by like the Twitter metrics or whatever kind of went viral is a speech that Dan Campbell was given to the lions after the green Bay game. 
Lions finished nine and eight, by the way, and they started the season like one and five. Just just saying. Um, coaching. Um, and I just simply I quote tweeted the the video that the Detroit Lions Twitter account had put on Twitter, and I just said, You should have stepped down a season sooner at Sean Payton, even though I'm blocked on Twitter by Sean Payton. And if you can't like if you can't tell the difference. And I know people last year didn't believe in in Dan Campbell being like a good head coach, but like if you watch those games, yeah, like really watch those Lions games, they were in so many games talent wise, they had no business being in, no business being in. Yeah, they they got off to a rocky start. They you know they didn't start off great this season. They start off one and five. If they don't, sh- if they didn't shit the bed against the Panthers in Week Seventeen. They're probably in the playoffs. Yeah. That's how crucial coaching matters across Jared the Jared Goff. Jared Goff, bro. Jer- who was like, who was just giving it to them just like, it's just like, a, like yeah, just take golf. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the like, like salary play. dump. Like a, like a salary yeah, like, filler, yeah, basically. Yeah, just take and he's been he cooking. Has, he, at, he looked so good at points this season, Ryan, with coaching from, from Ben Johnson and that offensive scheme. I was like, damn, Jerry Goff looking kind of sexy in this bitch. Like, <laughs> man, out here throwing things. Like, like, does a scheme help? Yes, but like, let, let's let's again, let's, let's let's roll it back. Go back to coaching. Say whatever you want to say about Sean McVay. Whatever he might step down from the from the Rams. I highly expect him to take a season or two off. Whatever. Baker Mayfield looked like a completely different player when he got in Sean McVay's system in the limited time he was there than he looked at all during playing for the Panthers. Unbelievable. Sam Donald, although he had a shitty game against the Saints in the last season, but during spurts, when he started, when he got the job in Carolina this season, and after Matt, whatever, Matt Rule was gone, he looked decent and serviceable. And so I'm not saying like they should go with Sam Donald. Good McAdoo. Man, Ben McAdoo, I mean, I said in the last stream, man, did Ben McAdoo, or I tweeted, I was like, did Ben McAdoo eat another Ben McAdoo? Like, his face was fat as shit. And I don't, I don't want people to go, oh, you, you can't be talking like that. That's, that's fat phobic. Shut up. I'm fat. Shut up. Shut up. Me too. Me too, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, but let's, let's go to the whole coaching thing because we, we be remiss. I, we we kind of talked about the whole Marcus Davenport thing. Uh, I I didn't want to leave out. So basically, what it was is that their contracts voided would avoid it. I believe it was this week, and so basically the Saints pushed the dates back where the contracts for Marcus Davenport and David Ayumada would void until March. So it gives them right. more time if they're potentially going to bring them back and sign them to like a deal and then they don't have to worry about dead money or, or less dead money or whatever gives them time. So I, I should be clear in regards to putting that out. Cause that was reported by, um, by Phil Yates. I believe it was. Cause the state's um, got a clear, they got a clear like 50, 50 something million in dead. I mean, not dead money, but over the cap money uh, to get under the cap before the started, uh, you know, before league, March. League year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we gotta talk about Sean Payton. Let's let's close this out. Uh talking about Sean. I, I might be missing a team. 
Um, but as of now, there's three teams that have reached out to permission from the Saints and received permission from the Saints to talk to Sean. Houston Texans, Cardinals, Broncos. Am I missing a team or is that all three? Is there another team I'm missing? That's all three. Okay. That's all three that have received permission, I believe. Permission. Two yeah. things off the bat. I think, five, I think five teams reached out, yeah. Okay. Two things off the bat is very interesting to me. One, the Miami Dolphins reached out last offseason, like, I, I don't know exactly the month, but when he stepped down in February, the, the Dolphins reached out. And the Saints didn't yeah. give them permission. The Dolphins right. came out, started off saying, we'd give you a one. Saints said, no, we're we, we not. We not. It goes back. And it, that may have been a situation where maybe Sean wasn't ready to go into coaching, but if you leave Mike Florio and some other reports, like they were trying to put Sean Payton and Tom Brady together last year and yeah. have things pop off. But now they've given this season, they've given permission to three teams. We've already kind of talked about the Broncos thing. Sean can't officially interview in person with these teams until the 17th, which is next Tuesday. You said it, I think you said it perfectly on Twitter. We're going to get a lot of answers potentially starting next week. Um, breaking down these teams, I'll start with the Cardinals. We already kind of talked, we, we've talked about the Cardinals. We talked about the Broncos in the past. They're kind of the new player in, in all this is, is the Texans. But starting with the Cardinals, fire Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury Steve, Steve Kime stepped down as GM because he's dealing with the medical-related leave of absence. This man said the man is in, in rehab. Like, I, I, I don't – Adam mm. Schuster can, like, post x-rays of JPP's, like, blown-off hand, but this man won't say that a, a GM is in rehab. Whatever. Make, make it make sense. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows. Right? Everybody knows. Everybody um, but the thing that's interesting to me about the whole thing with Sean and the Cardinals is the, the first thing that people are saying is like, well, well, they, they, they would have to get the, the Cardinals would have to give up the, the third, like the three overall pick to get Sean. I'm like, I, 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 I don't, I, I would be shocked, shocked if that were blown away. If if that were to happen, that also then completely then changes the whole again the trajectory of of the team depending on who they <clears throat> who they were to draft and if they were right on that draft pick if you're the Saints. Oh um, yeah. But the thing that still I don't get that doesn't make sense in this whole Cardinal situation is the whole looming Colomary at quarterback thing. We talked about this on earlier podcasts, early episodes. Kyler Murray is not a Sean Payton quarterback. That has nothing to do with potentially his play, but like Sean Payton wants his quarterbacks, especially a quarterback, you got to live and breathe football. Like it has to be your life, <laughs> essentially, because um, he's that meticulous and he's that much of a competitor. I'm not trying to say Kyler Murray is not a competitor, but when you when your agent signs off on a clause saying that you got to study extra for, for, for fucking film study, <laughs> I'm just saying nigga, like you, it's not put in, it wasn't put in your contract for no reason, even though it was taken out of your contract. So I think the big thing right now 
is if you're the Cardinals and you're Michael Bigwell, who's the owner of the Car- Cardinals, and he's pretty much has come out and backed Kyler this week, like how how do you convince if this is what's happening? How do you convince a person like Sean Payton to roll the dice with Kyler? Is that conversation? Because let's also forget Kyler has like a torn ACL and I think maybe even a torn MCL. He is not playing football next year. So at least I would be, I mean, I would be shocked if he played football next year. Like he injured that way later in the season, but like, but Tom was So I, I wonder what the pitch is, right? Because you're going to, you're going to try to get him to believe in Kyler. And then he, Sean loves a challenge. So like if he has to start a whole entire season with fucking Colt McCoy or whoever, that's nothing to Sean light work for him. Right. But I wonder if those conversations are in year two, if you have a season with Kyler and you realize that he's not the guy for you, you will have the, the power to trade him. If you, if deemed necessary, it's just tricky. It's just the Cardinals thing to me is such a tricky negotiation that I just I don't know if I see it as a logistical place. Yeah, I don't either, bro. Like I had the same feel that you have. Um, Like that's the only thing I could see if if they take if they say Sean Payton, you can come here and you have complete control. Won't get rid of Kyler, whatever you want to do. You're not tied to anybody. Then I could see it being a more attractive mm-hmm. spot. Um, mm-hmm. Bidwell is a Bidwell is a really nice guy. Um, he really is a he, loyal he, owner. He extended Steve Kahn and Cliff Kingsbury when they they should have been allowed and gave him a ten year contract. <laughs> Ryan, no, no, goddamn! Like everybody, was like why, why, why? why? <laughs> but he's a really nice guy. He's very loyal. Like Steve Kahn, man, he fumbled the bag so many times as a GM, but. I mean, he stuck with him. He's been part of the organization since, like, the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he's he just with, one of those... Look, has he been with the Cardinals yes. that long? Just that yeah. long, bro. You know what I'm saying? So he's a real loyal dude. Um, so I could see that owner being somebody that Sean Payton would like. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not, like, an owner that you know sticks his finger in. He just wants wants a winner. That's all he wants. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, so I think that's that would be key for Sean Payton. Like, who am I working for? Because whoever Sean Payton goes to work for, he's going to have a direct line. He's not answering to a GM. He's going to answer to the no. owner. Period. So, so he doesn't want to. He don't want to fidget the owner. The Broncos. Well, we'll talk about the Broncos, but like they have a new owner. Um, you know, a descendant of the Wall Mark family or whatever. Who knows what that is? Like it's it's a like you don't know what type of owner that is. It's not starting off good because he's fired fired the coach after one year, which I mean, deservedly so. But still, oh yeah, he's he, he, one of those. He needed to go. Yeah, he needed to go. Like, but it's just one of those things. Like, uh, like is this gonna be like a thing to, re- you know, just a revolving door type of thing? You don't know because Bro. it's a new owner. Nathaniel Hackett said at the press conference, he felt like he he, he was like a little hit over his head or something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> said, what? what? To the media? Like, oh, oh boy! I, I knew that man was on ball time when he said that shit out loud. Bro. Um. But yeah, back to the Cardinals is just like ah, just some just don't feel right about it. Now they were talking today about them trying to trade New Hopkins, so like maybe they're trying to get some picks so they don't. So maybe they're trying to get picks so they don't have to give up the third, or they're not going to give up the third probably. But, it's not going to happen. 
Just to have more picks to trade? I don't know. I don't know. I So, I could see, the only thing I could see it working the way of the Cardinals is Sean Payton says, all right, I'm in, but this is what I need you to do. I need you to find a team, figure it out cap-wise. That's not my problem. Like, I might, I might get a might get my guy Kai in New Orleans to come over here and figure this out. But figure this shit out cap-wise, I don't want Kyler. Don't want him. Find a trade partner, I'm pretty sure, even though he you know, has a torn ACL. You, you, you can find a trade partner to trade Kyler Murray to in the league. It's, it, can he? He would. I think so, bro. I think so. Like, I know we are down on him, but it wasn't, it wasn't more than like, a season and a half ago, or like like a, like a season and a half ago, like for like half of last season, he looked like he was an MVP candidate. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think it would be hard. And, and Sean says keep the three pick. You know we'll figure out trade compensation. Maybe we trade Nuke. We you know trade him for two, maybe two plus. Um, and then you can maybe give a, a three to New Orleans this seat or third round pick or. New Orleans this season or in the first round, third to them next season, whatever. I want to keep three. I'm going to draft my quarterback of the future at three. I like that's the only thing to me that would make sense. Because maybe he, I mean, Sean's Sean hasn't been watching football. Like Sean hasn't been coaching, so he's probably had more time to maybe have like eyes on upcoming quarterbacks and things like that. Maybe he doesn't think there's a huge difference between CJ Shroud and Bryce Young or Will Levis. Although I don't think Will Levis does not like seem like a champagne quarterback to me. Um, and he'd be fine with either one of them at three, assuming that they're, you know, one of them is there when the Cardinals are on the clock. Right. Only way I could see the Cardinals being an option going back, going over to the Broncos. So let's switch over to the Broncos real quick. One thing that's very interesting to me about the Broncos is that, they are casting a wide net. So they have permission to talk to Sean. Yeah. They've been also, I think, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I know they've had like him, like potential talks with like Jim Harbaugh. And then I think Schefter reported today um, that they are, have already interviewed David Shaw, the former Stanford mm-hmm. coach. Like that, like to me, like <clears throat> that is how you conduct an actual coaching search. Saints, take lessons. They're doing work. Take lessons. Like, when you got to find your coach, they're not trying to – it's not even a situation where they like, oh, we know we're going to get Sean, so we're just going to bring these other people in and, you know, check some boxes for, for the Rooney rule, and we got our guy. No, like, they are legitimately seeing who's going to be the best guy for the job. Saints didn't do that last season with DA. So the, that, the whole Broncos thing to me is still – still kind of fascinating because in terms of the teams they would give up they would have the lowest to like give up pick wise right they would basically be giving up a a, like a bottom end first round pick from from the Niners and I'm assuming training that to the Saints and potentially two or three additional third round picks right Deshaun have Deshaun have Deshaun Payton have the challenge that he can fix Russell Wilson I don't know all, all I, I tweeted it during week 18. Man, Russell Wilson has some throws in week 18. That's kind of looked like old Russell mm-hmm. Wilson. He was looking good. I was like, I was like, there's still, there's I was, something I was there, like, man. 
I was like, is Rush showing up for Sean? Like, right. you know he wanted to complete for Sean. Like, like he out here doing a little, little strip tease, like showing, showing the thigh. Showing a little nip, a little nip. Ooh, 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 can I see the Oreola through the, through the, through the white shirt? Ooh, that bitch look good. Like, he look good. I, I was like, okay. Like, he made up throw, like, off, off script for, like, a deep-ass pass, and it was, like, one yeah, of them rough runs. Uh, I was like, rest, oh, Russ back, bro. Anyway, I could work with that. Work with that. Um, so the Broncos is interesting, but the new player in this is the Houston Texans. New mm. player in the field. Very interesting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sean loves a challenge. Loves a challenge. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a challenge right here. Oh, I, let, let me let me pose it to you like this. It, it's a challenge. But I think the Texans in that division isn't as far off as people think, depending on drafting right players. But, but, but let's could you imagine? Not a bigger feather in Sean Payton's cap than making the Houston Texans like the same level of relevance or like as popular in the state of Texas as the Cowboys. Oh man, oh, I know Sean would love that shit. Love it, bro. He would love it. He would love it, bro. So what? Let me let me break down the roster to you for the Texans. You got. Um, Tunzel, who Sean was standing on the draft table telling him to draft Tunzel during what? What draft was that? 2018? Was that the Sheldon Rankins draft? Yes, it was. When the whole bong video thing came out. Mm-hmm. And he was talked down. They they drafted Sheldon Rankins instead. Okay. Probably not the right pick, but whatever. <laughs> But you have a good tackle duo in Tunzel and Tyson Howard. You got a running back, D- Damian Pierce. Straight, straight north and south guy. Looked really good at spurts during the season. On defense, you got a safety in, in, in Petrie who showed a lot of flashes. You got Stingley at corner. Um, yep. You got the two pick. And you can draft a quarter. You could assuming the team does not trade up with Chicago and it's a big assumption because you might get jumped. But if, like I said, like if Sean is okay with either quarterback, you get a CJ Shroud at two, you get a Bryce Young at two. Bryce Young kind of seems to be more like a Sean Payton type of quarterback. 
And with John and coaching and like, it doesn't seem as ridiculous to me. And then I think at that point in terms, if we're looking at draft competition, grab compensation for the Saints, it's like, oh, well, we got the, wouldn't it be the just weirdest shit, bruh, that these niggas was in like the, the, the Deshaun Watson drive, like, I can't even call it a sweepstakes, bro. It's a, it's a gross stakes. Um, the Saints, <laughs> and then due to that trade, Houston has the 12th overall pick from the Browns, and then that went ended up going to the Saints to in a Sean Payton trade, bro. Wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> I thought about that today, bro. I was looking at it. Did you? I was like, that would be a trip. Wouldn't it? It, it would be a trip, bro. Like, 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 um, but I could see it. I could see you it. You could, bro. right? The thing about the, the trade, thing about the Texans is they got a lot of picks. They got a lot of money, mm-hmm. cap space. But you, as a coach, you can go you ahead and make bro. your own thing. Now, the only catch is uh, Nick Casario. He's still the GM. He okay? So, I, can, I, can I say? Can I? I, I uh, only way, only way Sean's going there is that if Nick Casario is not there. <laughs> That's all. So, so if if you see a report online or biggest report like, oh, the Texans are firing Nick Casario, it's like, oh, oh, you might want to pay attention. Some, some telling, telling my fans, telling our fans and our listeners, you might want to pay attention. But as long as Nick Casario is in the gym, Sean, Sean, where he were, wherever he goes, he's going to want to bring his GM, whether that be Jeff Ireland, or that be Ryan Pace. Ugh. Whatever, do you, Sean? He's going to want to bring his own guy. He's not going to go to the Texans with an all with a GM who's already in place. It's not going to happen. Right? Not going to happen. But you start thinking about that. You know, you start about the Texans. If you, I'm just speaking this from a Saints fan, you're like, man, the Saints could Saints could get the 12th overall pick, and then they maybe get a couple of thirds nice. from the Texans, and then they the, they're the Texans. So those thirds, they like high thirds, bro. Like they're not low thirds, like. I guess depending on who's fucking depending on who's fucking making the draft picks, like you can cook. You can cook. Right. No question. To me, that's just a a very fascinating, very fascinating team that's kind of that has entered entered the mix. But I think I think fans who listen to this really need to maybe just understand. Maybe there's not a team out there right now that Sean goes to. Like Sean exactly. seems very and I know that um Alt Breer, you know, put this in his I don't know if it was morning morning quarterback or whatever it was, put in an article this week. Like, Sean might just sit out another season, man. Mm-hmm. And like he got he got a cushy job in Fox. He living in LA, he getting paid and, a piece of money just to talk football. And for the Saints, that sucks. Because he'd be two years removed from football. Um, he'd only have one year left on his contract, so the leverage is pretty much gone. Um, so that would suck for the Saints. Like that would be a real fuck you, like a double fuck you to the Saints, you know what I'm saying? But I mean that's the situation they're in, you know what I'm saying? So that's why this weekend is so key to me. I am so fascinated to see what happens with the Chargers, with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and Miami. And Miami, those three teams. I just want to see what happens because there's already talk about McDaniels in Miami. I don't think he's gonna go nowhere. That would just be so foolish. But I, don't think, I don't think he will. You know what I'm saying? So I don't either. But just the Dolphins, like it's I'm, and they were okay, interested in Sean Payton last year, so it's like that's there. 
let me ask you this. And they already forfeited a pick about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Correct. They already pretty much gave up compensation. Bro, it's just like fucking, fucking the meme, bro. Fuck it. I, and I, I, I'll do it again. Um, I'll do it if, again. If you're the Dolphins, this is not coming from a Saints perspective, but if you're the Dolphins, if you had the chance or choice to either stick with Mike McDaniels, you know, he, this was his first year as, as head coach. You know, he had, he he did some great things as an offensive football mind. I think he still has a lot to learn in terms of just team management and knowing when oh, yeah. you need to sit your players and whatever, whatever. But offensive mind-wise, like, he had Tua cooking for a second, bro. Cooking. Cook. Tua. Tua. That cook alone makes it worth it. Alone, bro. That versus... Potentially, you could have Sean Payton and Tom Brady. And may- maybe, maybe, and this is a big maybe, you can win a Super Bowl as soon as next season. Like, I- I'm saying as an as a owner, if I'm, what's what's his name? He's, I can't even think of his name right now. Th- Stephen Steve Ross. Ross. Yeah. I'm Steve Ross. And I got to think about that, bro. Like, <laughs> you got to think about it because like, you like, yeah. Like, yeah, like maybe, maybe I can, maybe I can stay with Mike McDaniels and it's going to work out long, long term. It's going to be great. But like, it, it may not. Right. But it's like, man, right. like, like Sean Payton, he already got a Super Bowl and I can get Tom Brady and like, yeah, you gotta think about it, bro. You gotta, you gotta think about it. You really do. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why I'm finding it interesting this weekend. Then you got the Chargers. Again, I don't think they're going to let go of Brandon Staley. Um, but it's possible. Like, you know, Bruh, if, they if, if go the Jazz go in there in flames, and. Yeah, I'm saying the Jazz go, yeah. out, go in there and, and deep dick them, bro. Like, dick them down. The Jaguars? The Jaguars? Oh, who who was like, not even, like, they had started like two and five or one and five, bro. You, you're right. getting beat. But I'm saying this, bro. If the Jags go in, well, the home the, the game is in Jacksonville. But if the Jags like beat the Chargers by like 20 plus points, and it does, it's not like competitive, bro. They got you got you got to think about it, bro. <laughs> got to think Man, about it. On like, a side note, bro, I'm not even a Jags fan, but I would love to be in that stadium, bro. For that game, bro. Like Ooh, I know that bitch gonna be hype, humming, bro, <laughs> humming. Um, as a like I, I, Brandon Staley, you I, you could. It was just so weird because he does a lot of things coaching wise, where it's like you dumb, dumb. But like dumb. having his starters play for as long as they did in Week 18 when your oh your playoff position was locked, and then Mike Williams gets like walked off and carted off the field. Like what the fuck? Are you? Kind of broke back. Oh, he broke his back, bro. I mean, oh. some kind of back issue. Oh man, career could be changed. You know what I'm saying? The doctor said I'm like a key player, like your best wide receiver, bro. Like, what are you doing? Oh, and you know, Everbird brought up something I've been thinking about with the Chargers all year. It's like, man, it's the owner going to pay with owner pay Sean. That's the thing. Cheap, bro. Cheap ass dude, bro. Cheap. So I don't know. I don't know. Because he probably got like, ah, Brandon Stanley. I'm playing him. You know. Six million a year, whatever. I, you know, I'd rather just keep that fourteen million 
you know, change and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. We'll see. Then you got the Cowboys who's always lurking. You know what I'm saying? Just always out there just lurking. I mean, we don't know with Jerry Jones, bro. You know, another one and done in the playoffs. Jerry Jones and Sean are very similar in, in how sometimes they just do things just strictly based off, off their emotions, bro. Off emotions, bro. Off emotions. Which why, Who like, knows? if Sean went there, like, that, <laughs> that, was, that shit would either be good like real good for like a like a very short period of time or we'll blow up real quick. There's no in between, bro. No in between, man. <laughs> He'd be trying to retire again. Um but if the Cowboy like if, if Tom Brady go in there, I mean it's mm. it's, it's in Tampa, right? So it's at Tampa cuz yeah, cuz they want the NFC South. So it's at Tampa, but I, it's just like I said about the Jags, that Jags Chargers game, bro. The Tampa Bay Bucks who looked like uneven Pretty much all season, they, all season, and they they but you they know give I can't say the, I can say the same for Dallas. Like the, the offense been oh, on even the no. defense, they started out as game beaters, but now they just like Ugh. so like, they was struggling. Sam Howard, Sam Howard was throwing deep deep bombs <laughs> on him. Like what is going on here, man? Cooking. Also, shout out to. Probably maybe the only shout I'll give to, to Brian, but that, that was Brian's dude in the draft, bro. He loved it. He he really liked him some Sam Howell. He he did. Um oh, yeah. He I, I just if if Dallas oh. goes out flaming, bro, like lose by 30 plus points or 20 plus points, and it's not close, ooh, bro. Monday, Jerry might we see one of them press conference where Jerry out there talking I'm like, oh, there's gonna have to be some answers. I'm like, oh shit, are there gonna be have to be some answers, Jerry? <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so you're gonna have, you know, say what see what happens this weekend. Then you got the 17th looming knowing that's when Sean Payton interviews with these teams, and he's been cleared to interview with these teams. So it's gonna happen. At least the interviews are gonna happen. That would light the flame for one of those three teams or all of them to make a move if they do want Sean Payton. So that's why next week is going to be real fascinating because we're going to get answers some kind of way. Like what the answers will be could be Sean Payton just say, I'm stick with Fox, whatever it is. But we're going to find out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're going to we, we, learn something. We're going to get closure some type mm-hmm. of way. Um, but we just, I just wanted us to, to record. Um, we're not going to have any episodes this upcoming weekend. Even after playoffs games, we can talk about them next week. I'm pretty sure there'll be more things to talk about next week and kind of go over the playoff games really quickly. Um, but I just wanted us to have put this episode out because there has been, even though the season ended on Sunday from Monday to like now, I feel like there's just been tons of information that has come out. And so we wanted to get this out there. Uh, thank y'all for, for sticking with us even through the off season. I know sometimes like this is kind of the prime time where our, our numbers may dip a little bit because, you know, people don't want to hear about football in the offseason unless the games are actually going. But for y'all who continue to listen, continue to support, thank y'all. We truly, truly appreciate it. You have no idea the difference of, of what that makes and how much it truly, truly helps uh, us in terms of listens, in terms of, like, ads and all that. We appreciate it. Um, I, I really encourage everyone who is a listener, become a Patreon if you can, even during the off season. I really feel like this off season, even if you, just by being a Patreon, even if you're in the discord, it's worth it because I'm going to say is you might, you might get some information 
that's accurate and that's reliable. That's not going to be on Twitter. It's not going to be on anywhere else except in the Discord. So I'm going to say, bro, I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say, too, I'm going to say too much else about it. But hello, um, that's all. That's all I'll say. But thank y'all so much. Oh, uh, uh, program. Look, I got a little programming note. Go, on, um, go ahead. Tomorrow, I'm going to be doing a live stream with uh, Saints Talk New York. You know, just look up Saints Talk New York on um, on YouTube. Uh, I'll be doing a live stream with him talking Saints. And Friday at about 1 p.m. Central Time, I'm going to be on ESPN New Orleans. Shout out to hey. uh, Brian Bietamy. Going to be on there talking some Saints. So, you know, just check us out. Trying to get that Saints Twitter podcast out here. Always. Always. Um, so thank y'all for, for listening. We'll be back next week. Um, enjoy the football games, wild card weekend. Uh, I'm going to be out of town in Texas visiting family um, this upcoming weekend. I'll be back next week. Uh, but we still may have uh, set it up and have like a, a Zoom live stream during the game. So we're, you know, people are still getting together. Um, so if you want to be a part of that, uh, the details should be in details should be in the discord in terms of getting all that set up and everything. But with that, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week. We out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.